Hello again, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. This is a bonus episode, episode 217, and today we're talking about preparing for NCLEX. So this episode is sponsored by Picmonic and True Learn, two great tools to utilize as you prepare for the NCLEX. Picmonic is a dream come true for visual and auditory learners, and True Learn has over 900 practice questions to help you prepare. You can use promo code STRAIGHTA for 20% off both products, and I've got links for you in the episode notes. So again, today we're talking about NCLEX prep. And what that entails is developing a study plan and knowing what to expect. So if you're interested in learning specifically about the changes for the next generation NCLEX, I want to make sure you go and listen to episode 156 after you listen to this one. So let's dive into preparing for NCLEX. Before you think about studying for the NCLEX, you're probably curious about all the steps that are involved. I get asked this all the time in my Facebook group. So let's start there. Step number one is applying for licensure and registration through your state's Board of Nursing. Step two is registering for the exam on the Pearson View website. And to do this, you need your school's program code. Now, your school may give it to you. If not, it's really easy to locate online at ncsbn.org. And I'll put that link in the episode notes for you as well. It's ncsbn.org. You go there and you look for the program codes and you can easily find your school's code. So at this time, you're also going to be paying for your exam, which currently is $200, and you can pay with a credit card, a prepaid card, or a debit card. Now, I did see a notice that some states may have some additional fees, so don't be surprised if it's more than $200. And then step three is getting that acknowledgement of your registration in the email that you provided to Pearson View. So you want to make sure you're keeping a close eye, check your spam folder, check your promotions folders. If you notice that an email from Pearson View or anybody else that you care about is landing in your spam folder, you can move that to your inbox or add them to your address book, and that helps that email land in your inbox where you want it, okay? So there's a little tip for you. Step four Your state board of nursing is then going to verify your eligibility with Pearson View, and this is dependent upon the school that you graduated from sending the board proof you've met all of their requirements. Step five is to wait patiently for your authorization to test, also known as the ATT. So this will come in the form of an email from Pearson View, which is why it's really important that you keep an eye on your inbox, your spam folder, and your promotions folders. The timing on when this authorization to test comes through can vary, but a good rule of thumb is about two weeks after your eligibility is verified. Again, Adding Pearson View to your address book, moving any spam messages into your inbox is going to help get them into your inbox where you see them right away. Step six, schedule your exam through Pearson View. Note that your test date must be within 90 days of receipt of your ATT, which is another reason you want to keep a close eye on your email. And then step seven, 
show up for your test. So this involves bringing the appropriate ID, and there is a whole list of what counts as appropriate ID on the ncsbn.org website. So go there if you have questions about that. So bring the appropriate ID, eat a good breakfast, and follow all the rules of the testing center. And there are actually quite a few. Again, you can see all of this on the ncsbn.org website. So when you arrive, you'll be asked to sign in. You'll also have your photograph taken, as well as a palm vein scan done. These are additional identifiers. You'll be required to store your electronics in a sealable plastic bag, and this includes smartwatches, phones, tablets, MP3 players, even fitness trackers. Basically, nothing digital goes in with you. You'll get a locker for your personal items, and really, it's best to just not bring anything in that you don't need and to not bring any test prep material or notes of any kind. Now, during a break, you will be able to access things like your bag, your purse, food, drink, lip balm, medical devices, and then it also says you can get a coat, hat, scarves, and gloves. I I presume that's in case you go outside during your break. It didn't really say. You'll also be given a whiteboard and a marker before entering the testing room, and earplugs will be available upon request. You cannot bring your own earplugs. Now, what about breaks? You will be given the opportunity to take two breaks. My advice, take the breaks even if you don't need a break at that time. You could be one of those people who gets all the questions, which makes for a very long exam. And it's also just good to give yourself that mental break. So that first break occurs after approximately two hours and then again around three and a half hours. A notification comes up on your screen letting you know that it's time for your break. Note that the breaks do count against your total testing time, so be efficient with whatever it is you need to do. Get a snack, run to the bathroom, just look away from the screen, look at something else for a little bit, whatever it is you need. You can also request a break at any time, but you first must raise your hand to get the attention of the the assistant that is working the exam room. You'll have your palm scanned when you leave the room, and you'll have your palm scanned when you come back. And yes, you will be monitored via audio and video the entire time. Okay, step eight. After the exam, take yourself out for a celebration. Maybe it's a massage, maybe it's a lunch, maybe it's a glass of wine, or a get-together with family and friends. Do something to mark the completion of this giant milestone, and then wait patiently for your official results. In some states, unofficial results are available after 48 hours for a small additional fee, For the official results, though, it can take up to six weeks for that nursing regulatory body to send them to you. Please do not waste your time, your energy, your emotional reserves on doing the Pearson view trick, okay? This is very unreliable, and it really only adds to your stress. Take this time to decompress Turn your attention back to yourself. You've been putting so much into nursing school for so long. Take this time for you and do something enjoyable. I went skiing a lot. No, actually, I went snowboarding. I tried to learn how to snowboard. And as it turns out, 
my body is not designed for that. So it was a really fun distraction. I ended up switching to skiing, but I just have so many fond memories of that time when I could turn my attention away from nursing school and turn it towards something fun and enjoyable. Now, on a less enjoyable note, if you do not pass the exam, you will receive a candidate performance report, and this shows you how you performed in each test area. Basically, this is your guide to preparing to retake that exam so you know exactly which areas you need to focus on, and you have to wait at least 45 days to retake it. Now, if you have other questions or really want to dive into more details about the specifics, there's a lot of information, again, at the ncsbn.org website. So now that you know what the procedure looks like, you're probably wanting to know how to prepare and how to develop a study plan. So the very first thing I recommend students do is go to that website at NCSBN and check out their test plan. It's absolutely free and tells you how the exam is structured and how the content is distributed. For example, psychosocial integrity makes up 6 to 12% of the exam, and questions about safety and infection control make up 9 to 15% of the exam. This can help give you an idea of how to focus your studying and what to expect. Now, the largest section of the exam is in management of care, which is about 20% of your exam questions. This includes things like time management, supervising assistive personnel, managing conflict, prioritizing care, patient education, staying within your scope of practice, and collaborating with other members of the interdisciplinary team. Now, it's very normal to feel overwhelmed, especially as you are starting to study for this big exam. You learned so much in nursing school, and now you've got to review all of it in order to pass the NCLEX. It can feel a bit intimidating. A fantastic place to start is with a test bank such as the one at TrueLearn. So as you go through test bank questions, you can start to recognize patterns. For example, you'll start to recognize what types of questions you're struggling with. Maybe it's the kind of questions that have a negative qualifier and you misread it. Maybe it's select all that apply questions or questions where you prioritize things or put things in a specific order. So start paying attention to the type of questions that you struggle with and if there's anything you can do to do better with those. Maybe you are misreading those negative qualifier questions, or when you miss a question, you missed a keyword. So slowing down and reading everything carefully can be really helpful. You'll also notice what content you need to brush up on. For me, hands down, it was labor and delivery and mental health and neuro. So I spent a lot of time in those subject areas as I developed my NCLEX study plan. Another cool thing you'll start to notice are consistencies, especially around things like signs and symptoms of various disorders and pharmacology. For example, 
many times questions about the medication digoxin will be about digoxin toxicity. Same with lithium. So by doing practice questions, you'll realize, oh yeah, I should probably know the signs and symptoms of lithium toxicity and digoxin toxicity. Other times, it's about the adverse effects. Like an example I talk about all the time is finitoin. I felt like every exam that I ever had that included a question about finitoin wanted me to know that it causes gingival hyperplasia. I will never, ever, ever forget that. Or that beta blockers cause orthostatic hypotension or that furosemide leads to hypokalemia. You get the idea, right? You'll start to see these patterns. And as you do practice questions, make sure you're reading the rationales. Every single one, even if you got the answer correct and for you it was a no-brainer. You will learn so much by reading why that correct answer was correct and why the wrong answers are wrong. And you'll come across all these little nuggets of knowledge as you go. And what I recommend students do with those is turn those into flashcards or just jot them down in a notebook so you have just like a running list of random, really interesting nuggets of knowledge about nursing. So, and then of course, you don't want to forget about those. You want to actually review them. So going through the flashcards or going through your notes to really solidify that key information. Prepping for the NCLEX can be a really exciting but stressful time for a new grad nurse. Exciting because nursing school is finally done, but stressful because so much is riding on this one exam, which is why I'm a huge fan of TrueLearn and Picmonic. Now, Picmonic is especially helpful for visual and auditory learners, but honestly, I think anybody can benefit from their short two-minute videos that connect all those hard-to-remember facts into unforgettable characters. My favorite is the irritated hiker banana that represents hyperkalemia in the video on Addison's disease. I don't know about you, but I always get Addison's and Cushing's disease mixed up. But after watching that one quick video, I'll never forget Addison's hyperkalemia. Got it. Plus, that little hiker banana and all the other characters are really fun. Picmonic also has thousands of quizzes built in so you can test your understanding in the moment and you can even curate playlists based off what you need to study the most. Plus, Picmonic isn't just fun, it's smart. It uses intelligence-based repetition algorithms that automatically adjust to your specific learning needs. So you'll be reminded to review the right information at the right time. And this is key for long-term retention, passing that NCLEX, and being an awesome nurse. Now, to take it even further is TrueLearn. This test bank has over 900 NCLEX-style questions that integrate right into your Picmonic account, so it's super easy to access. It's mapped to the NCLEX RN blueprint, and the questions are so good. They're written by content experts, so you can trust that you're getting exactly the content you need. I've included links in the episode notes so you can get started today. And right now you can get 20% off Picmonic and TrueLearn by using the promo code straight A. Again, that's 20% off both Picmonic and TrueLearn. Truly an awesome combination for prepping for your NCLEX and your nursing school exams. 
So now let's get into creating your NCLEX study plan. When developing your NCLEX study plan, it's important to take a lot of things into consideration, namely your schedule and the other commitments that you have. So first of all, get your exam date, make a note of that date in your calendar. Now, most students who pass NCLEX study for one to two months, anything shorter than that and you risk cramming and anything longer than that, you're just you're just drawing out the inevitable, right? So one to two months is a really good frame of reference for how long you're going to be spending studying for this exam. And then look at your other commitments, such as a job, your family's needs, or Maybe you're going on a long overdue vacation. I want to make sure that you get those important things as your priorities in your schedule. And then determine which days of the week you can commit to studying and how many hours you'll study on those days. The goal is to spread the content out evenly so you're not cramming at the last minute. And then as for how many hours a day you study, maybe some days are longer sessions, some days are shorter sessions, maybe it's broken up into two sessions, maybe three. You know yourself best and how you work best. So factor that in. Consider taking a comprehensive practice test to identify exactly which areas you need to focus on and dedicating some extra study time to those topics. And a really good idea is to mix up your study sessions so you stay engaged and you stay motivated. Maybe some sessions are review only. Maybe some sessions have practice questions mixed in. How you review material can be varied as well. In addition to using those great Picmonic videos, maybe you read through the notes you took in nursing school or dust off portions of your textbook or even listen to the Straight A Nursing podcast. And then we want to make a study calendar. Okay, so while the NCLEX is categorized into those broad categories that I mentioned earlier, like health promotion and health maintenance, your NCLEX prep materials and most likely your nursing school notes are not going to be categorized in that way, right? They're going to be more concrete and focus on specific topics such as respiratory disorders, pharmacology, therapeutic communication, mental health, infection control, more concrete things. So you have a couple of different options for how to organize your study schedule. You can focus your efforts on your weakest areas, which is ideal if you're really crunched for time, or you can do a comprehensive review of all the major subjects. So to focus on your weakest areas, you'll need to take regular practice assessments that include a comprehensive mix of topics. So if you're curious what this looks like, I have a link in the episode notes for some study pathway examples that you can download. One is a five-week plan that focuses on your weakest areas, and one is an eight-week plan that's more comprehensive. So once you have your study calendar in place, you're utilizing great resources like the True Learn Test Bank and the Picmonic videos, let's talk about some NCLEX tips for success. First of all, it's never too early to start prepping for your NCLEX since this is the format all your nursing school exams will be utilizing. Now, I'm not saying you're studying specifically for your NCLEX a year before you take it, but you're preparing for it by studying in that way, studying NCLEX prep materials 
because as you study, let's say, respiratory disorders in an NCLEX test bank, like on TrueLearn, and then you go and you take your exam on respiratory disorders, that's a great way to prep for that exam, right? Okay, but now we're talking about very specifically, as you're prepping for the NCLEX proper, no studying late the night before. Okay, that is a rule, and I stand firmly by that rule. No studying late the night before, and no studying on test day. So make sure that those things are incorporated into your test plan and your study schedule so that you take that time off. I want you to go into the exam fresh and rested. As you're taking the exam, make sure you read each question carefully, and you'll get good at this if you've been practicing NCLEX-style questions all throughout nursing school like I recommend. When you rush through questions, you really risk skipping over those keywords and those key phrases. Yes, the exam is timed, but you really have to make sure that you're reading carefully. Now, don't read into questions or apply real-world experience. You have to stick with what's written and textbook knowledge because once you become a nurse, like I think if I had to go back and take NCLEX now, I would probably fail miserably because I would read into the questions. I'd be thinking about what I do or what we do at my unit or what we do in my hospital or what I've seen other people do. You have to stick with what is written in the question and the textbook knowledge. And then before you look at those multiple choice options, try to state what you think the answer is first. This gets you thinking about what you already know about a topic. And then if that answer is in there, it's very likely to be the correct one. You always want to be on the lookout for keywords such as first, best, priority. The answer is usually going to be the thing that will prevent the patient from imminent danger. Like if you didn't do that thing, the patient would be in danger. That would be your first, best, or priority intervention. You also want to keep a very close eye on negative qualifiers like accept or least. And along the same lines, some questions will ask you to choose the option that is the least correct, especially as it relates to patient teaching. You'll see this a lot. For example, the question could say something like, which option indicates the patient with diabetes needs further teaching? And then the answers would be three correct things about diabetes and one that's completely wrong. So the wrong statement is technically the correct answer because it's the option that indicates the patient needs further teaching. So it's, it's just kind of twisted around and it makes you think of it in a different way. So read very carefully. When you're looking at interventions, it's usually best to choose the least invasive option that will still provide benefit first. That's kind of a general rule of thumb. And then for priority questions, you're going to be applying the ABCs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and the nursing process a lot. And then for select all that apply questions, which I know is pretty much everyone's least favorite, look at each option as its own true false question. Okay, so now that you've got a few tips, I want to talk about using different learning styles for NCLEX success. So if you're a visual learner, you heavily rely on visual learning and you get a lot out of that, 
you got to give Picmonic a try. It is so great for visual learners. You also want to pay attention to things like charts, graphs, illustrations, and photos in your textbooks and in your notes. Now, some visual learners do well with drawing pictures and creating concept maps. So if you're a visual learner, these are fantastic methods for you to try. Auditory learners, I got to give another vote for Picmonic here too, because the videos do have an audio component, so it's audio and visual, plus the characters they use to convey the information are really, really memorable. You'll also benefit from listening to recorded information, which can be as simple as you reading through your notes. You also do well with rhymes, mnemonic devices, and stories. Like the ones on Picmonic, the stories are really memorable. And then reading and writing learners. If you learn well by reading and writing, then it makes sense for you to read through your notes. Maybe read some key sections of your textbooks. And for those more complex concepts, one of the best things you can do is write them out in your own words. And then what about hands-on learners? You're going to benefit by engaging in physical activity while you review, even just walking or tossing a ball against the wall while you maybe listen to a recorded podcast or watch those Picmonic videos can really help make connections in your brain. So I hope this overview of prepping for your NCLEX helps you pass your exam the very, very first time. I am definitely cheering for you. And if you want to study with Picmonic and TrueLearn, I've got links in the episode notes so that you can get 20% off. And that promo code is straight A. So used together, Picmonic and TrueLearn, these test prep materials are going to help you tie the facts together with memorable stories and really solidify your learning with NCLEX test questions that make you think. So I want you to give them a try today. Again, link in the episode notes, get 20% off with promo code straight A for Picmonic and TrueLearn. And then when you pass your NCLEX, one of the things that is my absolute favorite that students do is they tag me on social media and let me know that they pass. So please do that. It 100% makes my day. I see every single one and I work really hard for you guys. And when I see that, it just it just makes me feel like it's all worth it. So make sure you tag me so we can celebrate together. Best of luck. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.